Hello everyone and welcome to Sterling's Business Success and Coffee podcast. Kindly sponsored and supported by Sterling's group coaching programs and Fix This Next. This free online business assessment tool enables you to pinpoint your business's vital need. Keep listening for top business tips and advice to help you level up and scale up. Here's your host, Simon Meadows. Hi everyone and welcome to another episode of the Business Success and Coffee podcast. Today I'm joined by uh, Maz. Am I pronouncing that correctly, Maz? Yes, you are. Yeah, good. So uh, Maz uh, Alexander and it's great to have you on today's podcast. Just tell the listeners a little bit about you. Just introduce yourself. Yes, certainly. So hello, everyone. I'm Maz and I, I am a mental wellbeing coach. I'm based in South London and I also uh, work, still work for the NHS and the, the local authority. So lovely to meet you all. Yeah. And is that the background that you came from sort of uh, NHS? Is that, is that how you've evolved into what, what you're doing as a, as a sort of coach now? Yes, yes. The, yeah. the, the inner coach was birthed uh, through, through years of that. So I, I qualified um, well, about 14 years ago and I've always worked in the care sector. So, um, my, so the field I'm in is community mental health. So that right. gave me the desire to, yeah. to spe- specifically uh, work with people like myself who are, who are professionals within the field who are burnt out because, yeah. you know, I recognise yeah. we needed it. Great, great. So, uh, um, so welcome to the podcast. And I know you're not drinking coffee today uh, and you've got water because we want to keep ourselves hi- hydrated. But you were telling me just before the recording started um, about two other drinks. So you mentioned rum. OK, so um, I- I've got two tipples that I like. So whiskey is one of them. Ah. Uh, and that's certainly my passion. Uh, any kind of scotch, particularly uh, any kind of uh, very nice whiskey uh and rum as well strange enough oh. so um I, I i'm a mixture between sort of dark rum uh and sort of the general white rums you and that kind of thing but yeah. i must admit if i'm going to sit anywhere on holiday and have a drink it's going to be yeah a rum and coke all day long so yeah. so and you mentioned peppermint as well when it's when you want something a bit warmer so tell us a little bit about about how you like rum and how how you like the peppermint tea when it's a little bit cooler and you need something to warm you up inside because both do that don't they (laughs) exactly yes they do they do in their own special way so yeah I mean for years I I've never been a coffee drinker tea um yeah just never it's probably actually some three years of religious indoctrination and it's just been a habit that's been carried over but no tea or coffee uh but yes um Things that are caffeine free, for example, the peppermint tea was yeah. always good for, you know, it settles your stomach. It, you know, it has a lot of health benefits. So I'll drink that in the winter. And similarly, the rum is, you know, Christmas time, birthdays, and especially, you know, rum from the Caribbean. I don't know if you've had Ray and mm. Nephew, Simon, but that is like um, paint stripper. Put yeah. <laughs> hands on your chest. So, um, yeah, I like a bit of that for an occasion. As, when you mentioned rum, I was thinking... Um, yeah, we went to the Dominican Republic a couple of times, and one of the times we went, we decided to go outside of the the, the complex, which obviously everybody tells you not to do. 
Yeah. But we were there for three, three or four weeks. So we decided to, to, to go outside and we got this taxi driver um, who said, where do you want to go? And we said, we don't know. We have no idea what's outside. Um, and he said, would you like to go on a tour of the island? And we said, absolutely, we would. And yeah. he took us on this tour of the island and went to some amazing places. He took us to his cousin's cigar factory, his nephews, whatever it is. There were a lot of family destinations involved in this tour. But I actually, we went to um, somewhere that bottled rum and I bought a bottle. It, was, it wasn't cheap. It was quite expensive, but it was the best dark rum that I've ever, ever had. And that converted me to dark rum because then I'd always been a mainstream Bacardi person. But as you say, it was really, really strong, but yeah. absolutely delightful. And, you know, got a little bit of spice in it as well. And uh, yeah, I loved it to bits. So, uh, yeah. So what's your favorite rum then? If you've got a particular brand or a particular sort of style of rum? Uh, traditionally, it's always been a Ray and Nephew, which um, is we import from Jamaica. Uh, but but generally, I'll try <laughs> any of them. But yeah, I like my white rums because um, it, it's just reminiscent of, of being there, as you know, Simon, in the Caribbean. Yeah. It's it's the vibes, it's everything. So yeah, yeah. 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 There's a there's a chill element, isn't there, to drinking rum? There yeah, is. There's an intensity to whiskey, which you know um, I can understand. But yeah, for me, rum is when I want to chill out and relax. And yeah, definitely. Exactly. So. In your own business, and you've given us a little bit of an insight of you know, moving from that sort of care sector um, as being somebody who's an inner coach bursting out. I love the way you describe that there, because I think a lot of us as coaches feel like that. And I certainly did for a number of years. What would you say over the, yeah, the past 12 months or so has been the most significant thing that has you either evolved or that you've been working on and, and you know, getting sorted in your own business? Yeah, uh, well, essentially, it's, it's, it's without sounding too conceited, it's been me. I've been working okay. on my mindset because ultimately for my clients and associates to get the best, I must be at, yep. at my best. And as you know, Simon, with the, the pandemic has shaken things up. We've been locked down. Some of us have been languishing for a while and it makes you reevaluate, uh, you know, your priorities in life. So that's what I've been doing. And and, uh, you know, just increasing self-awareness and um, connecting. It's been lovely because I've been connecting clients in, in new ways. So, you know, that it's a new dimension to the empathy that you yeah. can give. So have you seen, uh, and, and you're right, and I think there's, it's not just a pandemic that has raised awareness of people's mental health. Yeah, a lot of celebrities uh, have, have have, have sort of stepped stepped up and stepped out, uh, you know, with mental health conversations. Uh, and, you know, I, you know, I'm very rural where I live uh, and I live in a farming community and there's a lot of uh, publicity at the moment about the mental health of farmers because, you know, the pandemic hasn't really affected them in the way that they work. But what it has done is it's highlighted the the issues of working on your own, the stress of, having to cope with winter and floods and climate change and all the different things. What would you say uh, you've seen trends in changing recently? Has, has there been anything that you've seen, you know, that perhaps you're worth mentioning? Yes. I mean, like you say, it's, it's hard, not just because I've, you know, been working in it for, for you know, 14, 15 years, but 
and at a time, what I've noticed actually is that when we talk about things like mental health and, and, and things that perhaps might feel a bit uncomfortable and the things that make us think, well, that's for them and not for me, yeah. uh, because, you know, I've seen a, a shift in that. It, it's a start and that's good. It, people are open and it's acceptable actually to say that I'm struggling and, and we can blame it on the lockdown. You may have been struggling before, but it's actually socially acceptable now to say, you know, I, I, I couldn't sleep, I'm stressed, I'm feeling burnt out. And that is perfectly acceptable to use that language. And I say that, Simon, because, you know, you, you, I know you do a lot of uh, business networking and, and what have you. And in that kind of world, it's, it's, often pushed to the back I mean it's trendy now to talk about it but for example you know whenever I've been especially in person you talk about these things people are like oh one lady said to me we really must do something about those people and I said hang on I'm talking, I'm oh, talking really? about you and me those people are you and me and it's it's still a thing and this has always been a trend summer whereby people wait till they're in a state of crisis before they take action yeah. you know in the same way we've got fuel crisis you don't wait till you you run out of fuel and try and drive your car because it's going to break down so similarly with our own well-being we need to maintain it and look after it and and i guess it's becoming a priority now for some people which is good it's good yeah. for business yeah. for me yeah and it's interesting what you say about networking because i've you know i'd never done networking at all before i became a coach Okay. Right. You know, in all my businesses, it, it just wasn't one of the marketing tactics that I'd used. Mm. And it's interesting, isn't it? Because, you know, and I know, you know, if anybody's listening to this and you meet people outside of the networking, you very often meet a different person to the person yeah. that was at the networking because it's as though people have to go. And when they, you get asked, how are things? It's amazing, outstanding, you know, incredible. When actually they're just crying inside because yes. they're on their knees. And, you know, and I meet people outside of networking and you think, why did you wear such a mask? You know, and there's this almost this expectation of that. And, you know, I don't know if there's anything on that that you want to mention, but also I find as business owners, everything you said about it's acceptable and it's okay to say it. I still find that a lot of people that are business owners that try to say, I'm struggling very often the response they get back, particularly from close friends and family, is, well, what do you expect? You run your own business. It's almost yeah. as though, well, what did you think you were going to get? You just put up and shut up. And, and I know that is getting better, but I'm still seeing that it's, it's a huge shift that's needed for business owners because there still is an expectation. Like with the networking, you're expected to wear the mask. As a business owner, you're expected just to you know, be strong and, you know, ignore it and put it, to, as you say, put it to the back and carry on. Any, any thoughts that perhaps you can share with the listeners on that? Yes. Um, in, in, in my own journey. Uh, so yeah, like I said, I've been employed um, by various organizations, but yeah, venturing on my own. Yes. I expected it to be lonely and, and what have you. And it is a lonely journey. Uh, no one prepares you for, for some of the, the roller coaster of emotions that, that yeah. come with it. And I think that's essential because like I said, I've been working on my own mindset uh, because essentially, you know, even your family, you know, they, they may be supportive initially, but they might not quite understand the vision. Um, and I think that, yes, this, this facade that we're expected and society, um, uh, expects us so yeah when you show up 
even, even me showing up here now, uh, yeah. we have certain expectations. Perhaps I feel that, Simon, I can't possibly tell you, oh gosh, I'm feeling so low in mood. I feel like just throwing it all in because that, that's not good marketing, is it? If I, if no. I, but uh, <laughs> yeah, but, but that might be how some of us feel. So I think there needs to, and I'm all for the authenticity and that that's becoming, we've got a long way to go, uh, but but I think um, what you're saying, I'm certainly seeing it more, you know, in America, Simon, and mm. in other cultures, it's completely, it's, it's the done thing. I think here in the UK, we are just entering into that realm. And yeah, so, so people, uh, and it's not just uh, men, it's women as well, because it, like I say, these, these ideals that we have whereby, you know, okay, where we, we hold, working yourself into the ground is what is expected because traditionally that's what we've done. Hard work, hard work. And yeah, and yeah so if you, if you lose sleep, Simon, that's great. You've got, to, you've got to do that. You've got to sacrifice and burn yourself out yeah. um, because that's what's expected. And actually that's not, not the case. And, and people are, are, are suffering in silence. And, and there needs to be more forums where, where people can feel that they can go and, and talk about it. Because actually, I think everyone probably goes through it. It's just that we're not telling each other. <laughs> Everybody has those silent struggles. And I, and I think, you know, uh, I don't know about you, and, and I'm, I'm struggling with this myself at the, at the moment. And, you know, uh, thankfully, you know, I, I do uh, ha have my faith that is a, a big, big help uh, and something to turn to. Because, you know, I had a, a best friend in the world and you know, I've mentioned this on several podcasts and when he passed away, I've never actually replaced him. And, you know, I would go to him and I could be completely vulnerable and be myself. You know, yeah. uh, he used to be my manager. He was the first guy I ever worked with. And we used to go and we used to talk about business. He had a similar business to, to myself in construction, but he, he likewise would be vulnerable and I would. And it's great to be able to, have somebody like that that you can just be you and you can share without judgment without criticism uh, because sometimes you just need to talk uh, and you know we all need somebody like that in our in our lives and I think you know even for me you know with with the strong faith that I have um, yeah I still feel sometimes that you need that as well and I don't need it as much but I certainly still feel that's a gap uh, and you know, are, are there any particular ideas that you could help the listeners? Because I'm sure many of them are thinking the same, and they don't want to turn us to their partner, etc. Not always, um, no. but yeah, you know, any tips for finding that kind of person? Because yeah, you know, I'm, I'm asking personally here because you know I'm on the lookout for somebody I can talk to like that, and yeah, you know, but it's it's very hard discerning who you can do that with, isn't it, and be vulnerable to. You're so right, Simon. Yes. And, and, and for me on my journey, that's exactly why uh, I'm not saying, you know, everyone needs a coach or a therapist, but I, I've, I've got it. I've got a couple of coaches myself because I need it because actually, Simon, my default setting is, is to uh, be quite pessimistic. And it, and it mm. takes a lot for me to pick, especially, you know, you watch, you know, try not to watch that news. It will bring <laughs> you down. You're thinking, oh, we're yeah. doomed, we're doomed. But yeah, so it, it can take, it's work, it's hard work. Uh, but for yeah, you're right. It's for me. It's like dating. You know, dating some. You know, you don't marry the first person you see. So you've got to basically you've got to discern. And I, I know that because you, finding that support, finding that person who you're aligned with, 
can be quite tricky. I suppose that's, as coaches, we give um, consultations, don't we? We sometimes give free yeah. consultations and discovery calls to, to see because we might not be on the, on the same level. I remember years ago even having counselling and, and it just wasn't, yeah, just a lovely man, but we just yeah. weren't connected. So, yes, you're right. And how you do that, you, you can tell. You're, you, you will... Um, does the person share your values you know mm. as much as they're interviewing you you have to interview them can you you know can you yeah. do you think that you can trust them do you connect with them I have a little meeting with them have a little talk see what they're saying and um see their work but if, if it's for me I wouldn't uh, necessarily go to some of my family and friends just because it's just a bit too close for comfort exactly. like you said but, but you know all those preconceived notions that they might have and you, and you don't want to weigh them down neither, do you? That's the other thing. You know, sometimes well, you do it because you don't want to burden them as well. You don't want got to enough burden problems of their own. It's true. And and also they may not understand. So yes, finding that person, that's why it's important to surround yourself with like-minded people. And the irony of that is, is you know, um, I have a, a group that I attend in, um, and the ladies are all from Texas. But, you know, strangely, over the last year, uh, the lockdown has afforded me the opportunity to connect with them in ways that I never thought I would. And they are so supportive to me, more so than, than, than the people that I expected. So there are those people out there, just have to find them. And I believe you will find them if, if you're willing to, to, to be vulnerable and just share a bit. They, they do and it's interesting you said there about the text, because I, I've, I found that as well uh, with some of the clients I work with, because you know, they're from around the world. And sometimes that distance gives yeah. you that safety space doesn't it that you're unlikely to go and see them when you're shopping on saturday and yeah. oh how are things settling down and somebody goes yeah. sorry what do you mean how are things settling? <laughs> you've not told me about that well if you've got that safe that space it is a space of safety isn't it so uh, yeah so before I, I ask you to share a, a tip or a lesson with the listeners yes Tell us how it's been then. You've been on this journey uh, of working on you and, you know, looking at your priorities and, you know, working on, on yourself and your own awareness. How's that been and what kind of difference has that made? Yes, it's, it's been scary, Simon. <laughs> you ah, know? Okay, that's good. Uh, yeah, it's been, it's been scary because, you know, it's the kind of, it's like, you know, you know, when you're sort of treating a wound, it can be, it's 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 that discomfort that comes that 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 is necessary. So yeah, I mean, I thought I was I thought I was lovely, Simon. I thought I was patient. <laughs> I realised I'm not. <laughs> yeah, and and cynical. Oh gosh, I'm so cynical. But yeah, so um, and how 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 do I convey the messages that 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 you know how is that received by by other people? So yeah, I, I've realize and I'm, I'm it's a work in progress uh, because you know it can take a lifetime can't it but I'm I'm becoming more aware and it's great because you attract you know I, I'm attracting different sorts of clientele and, and that's good and I do believe it's important to to be in that space where they where people feel understood and feel yeah. heard because yeah. yeah you can relate and, and listeners I don't know if, if you if you picked up on what Maz just said there and the way that she said it but you you've Get, taking that awareness and realized the things that, oh, I didn't realize I wasn't patient, but actually it's important to make it, uh, and I don't want to sort of lower the impact of it, but you've got to actually enjoy that awareness process 
and then look forward to the process of putting it right. So, you know, it sounded like fun. You know, yeah. you said it was scary, but oh, you yeah. said it in a fun way. And I, you know, what? I, apparently, I'm not as patient as I thought I was. And it, it's actually, if you take it too seriously, it can pull you down. It can be destructive. And so you've got to find a yeah. way of making it a constructive process, haven't you, rather than a destructive process, because that's a fine tipping point, isn't it? You're right, Simon. Exactly that. So yeah, I mean, not only is it scary. Yes, uh, uh, well, it's it's a, it's an, been an experience, and actually, it's been quite useful. Uh, another method, for example, because I wear another hat, Simon. I do a bit of stand-up comedy, and okay. I can see, yeah. All of that, all of the stuff that is coming up within me, uh, I use in my sort of observational, self-deprecating humour. Mm. And people look, because they're like, yeah, I do that. Yeah, yeah. So yeah. it's been uh, useful. Oh, that's it. Yeah. You're my first stand-up comedian that I've ever had on the podcast. So there you go. That's the first. Yeah. We'll, we'll yeah. take that. So... What, what, yeah, I want to give value to the listeners in, in every podcast. Yeah. What, what tip, what lesson, what, what would you like to share that the listeners can take away and do something with today? Yes, I have found that throughout the, the journey, my own journey, and even with, with clients, even with my colleagues, there is, a, there is a theme that keeps emerging. And I think the, the main thing in terms of how we manage our well-being, our self-care, which is essential, um, is boundaries. The, the key thing is boundaries. And uh, when I ask, when I ask myself, when I ask people, sometimes we may not have boundaries in the areas that we need to, especially in our professional lives. Um, we, we alluded to this earlier, Simon, this notion of working, working, keep working, work harder, work harder you know, rather than working smarter, just work yourself into the ground. And it's like, who, who does that profit? What are you talking about? Uh, you know, in order, it says you have to have six figures anyway. Are you doing something meaningful? Are you, are you, are you making an impact? Is it connected with your life's vision, actually? Yeah. That, you know, that's, that's what's important. So and I, I just say that because I find that many people, you know, when, when I go to these networking meetings or just generally, general chit-chat, people say, oh, she made me do this and I had to do this and it's not fair and I find that people get resentful when they're, they're made to do things that they don't want to do yeah. and I always say well why why do we do that why do we punish ourselves so um so for example you know whether it's it's for example me I, I always say you know I ought to go to bed earlier um but then you know I don't but having boundaries with ourselves and and other, especially others even in our personal relationship, it's key to protect to protect yourself so you're not you're you know you're not drained. And this is what I see quite regularly. Um, just trying to you know it might be you know in your general work you're working in the office late. Protected time, for example, Simon. Some of us feel the need to respond to emails all hours of the night. Why? Yeah. What, where, where is your protected time? What, when are you available and when can't people come? Can people come and knock on your door, Simon, at two o'clock in the morning? Can they borrow money from you? And it's okay because they won't pay it back, but then expect it again yeah. because good old Simon's, you know, he'll always provide. So it's, it's knowing what they are because often, and I say that, it sounds quite simple and we think, well, of course we've got boundaries, but often people do not know where their boundaries are until they're crossed. And it might be, yeah. well, actually, I didn't know that. I don't like that, what you're doing, Summer. I don't like that. And I didn't know I didn't like that till you did it. So yeah. we have to know in advance um, what that is 
and what's going to happen if X, Y, and Z happens? How will we respond? And in all of that, some of the key thing is what are our uh, core beliefs about ourselves? It all comes down to that. How do you feel about yourself? So, for example, some people will not enforce boundaries because they think, well, it, you know, it makes me a bad person, or perhaps I'm a people pleaser. I don't want to say yeah, no. Yeah, I'm going to be disliked. Yeah, I think that's the biggest yeah. cause, isn't it? Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 Great. So, that's- so great tip there, listeners. Um, have a look at the boundaries. You know, if you feel you've got a lack of boundaries, have a look at the boundaries with yourself and of others. And I think that's really an important tip you shared there in a lesson, because that then sets very clear expectations, doesn't it? Yeah. Have you gone across the boundary? And it's boundaries that are secret are not really that effective, are they? They've got to be clear and they've got they've got to set expectations. So right. yeah, I love that. And Thank you. To the to the per to the recipient, because people aren't mind readers, they don't know. Yeah, exactly. What? you know yeah yeah please drop me an email or give me a call or have a chat with me my telepathy is uh, severely lacking at the moment (laughs) so um before we 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 wrap the podcast up with a sort of a final question uh tell the listeners how they can reach out to you and how they can find you then yes certainly so uh, i mean i'm i'm based in london but work internationally no yep. no borders Great. so um a lot of uh, i'm doing virtual sessions with a lot at the moment but yeah if you, you contact me maz alexander at linkedin or you if you google maz transformational coaching that they'll take you to my website and you can feel free to to book a free consultation to see if we're a good fit so and, and maz is m-a-z or z for any american listeners and right. Alexander A L E X A N D E R. Correct. Great. So we are, and we'll put that in the show notes uh, as well. Yeah. So final question, then. Okay, you've given us so much value to take away today. Um, you've given us an idea of the rum. I'd never heard of that rum from Jamaica, by the way. So I'm going to go out and find Drink that. It. Yeah, I'm going to go out and find that now. Uh, yeah. If you were going to have that rum drink however mm. you take it i didn't ask you how you take it but if you're going to have that rum drink mm. where in the world would you have it what would be the dream location well simon of course if I, it would be rum punch and i have to be in jamaica it is you know that is what we associate so you know when you get off the plane and you know you put your back that's it when you've got the rum punch in the hand you forgot yeah. about all your, your worries, at least momentarily anyway. Yeah, and yeah. you've got that. That's it for me. Okay. Uh, and time of day? Morning? Sunset? Oh, What's oh your favourite time of day? <laughs> well, if you go into one of those all-inclusive, it might be in the morning. But no. Uh, for <laughs> me, it's it's late afternoon. Uh, late afternoon. Early, yeah. 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 Great. Well, thank you for being a guest. Listeners, you've taken so much there of of value and awareness and, uh, you know, we can all do more to improve this, this area of, you know, mental health and well-being and mindset. I think, you know, it's something that's very important. And just because you're a leader in a business, because you're a business owner, doesn't mean that you have to put up with it. Just because you're a networker, don't have to wear the mask all the time be vulnerable sometimes because people connect with that don't they and thank Thank you you very much for giving your time it's been an absolute pleasure no problem thank you simon thank you and listeners of course please leave us a review please go on to um, the apple spotify whatever it is leave us a review and let us know what you thought of today's podcast that would be appreciated and i look forward to having you on the next one bye for now thank you for listening don't forget if you'd like any help and support with your business 
do get in touch with Simon. And to discover what your business needs you to fix next, visit www.sterlingcoaching.fixthisnext.com. Please do subscribe so you don't miss the next episode. And Simon would love you to rate and review the show too. Thank you.